Oh my Christ. God! It's, That's it a hell started of a way. with Jackie wow. muttering, "Let's finish." <laughs> that seems that seems like a terrible way to begin a podcast. I would like to apologize immediately. <laughs> it's my favorite podcast beginning ever. <laughs> Hi, Lori Kilmartin. Hello, Jacqueline. All right. So you had a flight problem yesterday. Oh my God! I uh, I was now I knew it was going to cut it close. Okay. It was also. Uh, it pr- prohibitively expensive to change to an earlier flight okay uh but i had there was supposed to be a or there was a an america's got talent uh audition yeah you know showcase at flappers and i was on it and my flight was getting in around 7 30 and the showcase started at 7 30 but getting into burbank i mean yep. i'm there at eight yeah they should have been fine fine even if i'm at 8 30 they're still going till 9 9 30 so um our plane as this happens on JetBlue. Uh, ran out of fuel, and so what? we uh, we just That's stopped. Insane. We stopped in uh, Albuquerque to get more fuel. Did they just put five bucks in? <laughs> they just they top off at every airport in America. I've done the other thing where you leave Burbank and it's really it's really windy, so they have they can't put as much fuel in just yeah. to get the plane in the air, and then you you stop in Salt Lake for for more uh, fuel. But this was a different. Um, weather situation out of JFK. I guess they, they had to fly lower. That uses more fuel. So wow. we all agreed it seemed like a good idea to <laughs> stop and get fuel. <laughs> but then I didn't get in until the plane didn't get in until around 10 ish. And oh, then so that, was over. that was over. Yeah. That's, that's bananas. Yeah. That's uh, ridiculous. Um, I was wondering if anyone jumped in and took my spot. Um, you know, cleverly. I'm sure someone would have. If yeah. They would have. Someone asked me today if I was doing it, and I was like, "No, I've already got PTSD from last comic. I don't need." You know, it's it, you. You need a story, right? Right. They want a narrative. They want you to be, you know, something yeah. that America can cheer for. Yeah. And uh, like Jackie, our, our friend Jackie Fabulous just yeah. did it, and she did great. And her her story, story was that she was a lawyer. Yeah, and her mom didn't believe in her, and right. now she's like, nay, nay, mom. It's like, this is awesome. I yeah. love it. She's single. She's feeling herself up in the ready room. She's making <laughs> out with Simon Cowell. I mean, it was fun. It's like, right. that's someone you're like, oh, she's fun. I want her to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's got something going on. Right. I was way too sane for, for last comic, and, and just, I was trying to... I. I brought a board game for us to play some apples to apples. It was 2006. It was a simpler time. Anyway. Um, well, your story would be been doing it for 30 years, <laughs> but they'd have to make your career sound like complete shit. Right. You know, so that America would get behind you. Right. And right. And they, I'm sure that uh, Jackie Fabulous does not hate her mother. I'm sure she's <laughs> fine. And uh, Well, it's not fair. I mean, if hating your mother is what gets you on AGT, oh my God, it's you really not fair. You would win. But I, I feel like with me, it would be some single mother shit, and then we have to drag a kid into it. And I wouldn't want, I wouldn't put him in it at yeah, all. Yeah, you wouldn't want. He, you wouldn't I wouldn't want, want him to, to be part of yeah. any sort of 
storyline. Right. You'd have to come up with a separate narrative. Mostly because he'd trash me. (laughs) (laughs) He'd be Uh, like, she's so embarrassing. uh, That would actually sell. That would sell (laughs) just fine. That'd be amazing. So, Hmm. man, I have discussed stand-up comedy at length with some people. With some people. First of all, I've done a boatload of amazing shows recently. In L.A.? In L.A., Mm -hmm. where where I've got to watch... A lot of really great, uh, the sort of the new crop of women comics. And when oh, I say cool. new, they're 10, 12 years in. Right, right. Uh, that's so. Th- no, that's exactly it. Right. Now you're like a, a sophomore in high school. It's amazing. I mean, yeah. but, but they're, 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 they're all wonderful. You know, mm-hmm. I did Put Your Hands Together. I did this, um, this thing called uh, Peacock in Atwater Village. I've done that. I, I just did that thing at the, at the, uh, the house in Sherman Oaks. Oh, oh, with, the one with, with the, uh, the, the comedy studio. bunker. Yeah, the comedy bunker. Yeah. I did that. Wasn't that fun? It was really fun. I mean, you're being led past a bunch of musicians working on some it, album, they, they, right? I think they were just baby haircuts in the audience. Like, they were just literally like... Oh, you have to be coming. cool to be invited. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's got to be a special Evite. And then they you, you're going into someone's private house and it's got guards. And then um, you're, you're walking past uh, rappers that are... Living in the, kind of this compound, no one was working there. on stuff. Yeah, oh, no, I saw no, that. Yeah, yeah, no yes. one was there while I was there. Mm-hmm. I think there was some people recording. An Albanian rapper was recording this afternoon, is wow. what the guy told me. And I was like, "Well, that, there's a hook." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a with like a a, a, a peroxide uh, haircut. Uh, okay, blonde. But um, but yeah, there was some amazing. There was just it was. Everybody was so unique. And then the last night I saw Jamie Lee mm-hmm. at the improv. Mm-hmm. And that was wonderful. Yeah. She's and, great. Um, it was. So the next episode of The Dork Forest is with this guy who wrote a book about Greg Giraldo. Oh. Matt Balaker, a friend of with Car- Carmen Morales. Okay. I have a copy of it. You could both borrow it. Um, and so we went into a rabbit hole about stand-up comedy and the road and yeah. the the problem. So the next episode of The Dork Forest is entirely stand-up comedy. And then I just yesterday did Greg Fitzsimmons' podcast mm-hmm. where for some reason we we got down a rabbit hole of some – and at one point – I had to. I said, "I'm folding my arms." And then what I did not say was, "So that I do not leap across this desk and murder you." Why? Because Are you just tired I love of talking about stand-up. No, I. Well, I, I, Greg Fitzsimmons. I've known him for 25 years. I right? love him. He's and so funny. He's hilarious. Yeah. And he has. Um. And it's all different kinds of stand-up, and it's all, you know, it it runs a spectrum from the darkest, weirdest, you mm-hmm. know. But to very silly, to very silly, yes. smart, and it's yes. all smart. It's all yeah. And I've seen old people laugh at at some of his darkest, meanest stuff because yeah. his heart isn't dark and mean. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's comedy. It, they all have punchlines. He he also like he's still married. Like he's he's married to the mother of his children. Like right. it's so <laughs> fucking hard to keep that normal life right. when you're a stand up comic. And he's on the road a lot. Like he's always working. He's either writing something or he's on the road. He's always been. Uh, he, he's done the writing thing. Yeah. He's done, the, but he told me it's fascinating about how how he talks about. I was asking him about filling the room, you know, and how mm-hmm. he did it. And he said every month he does Corolla's podcast if he can. Wow! And every six weeks he does Rogan's podcast if he can. Wow! And then three or four times a year he does Bert Kreischer's podcast. Kreischer is is his podcast is huge. 
uh, I think it's bigger than it's Corolla's. No, no, okay, no, okay. nobody's. I don't think anybody's. Okay. But the thing, you know, what what he has is he has sort of the best of those douchebaggy fans of Corolla and Rogans, yeah. right? Because if you're on either of those shows for any length of time, he used to do Howard Stern a lot too. Yeah, and um, but if you're on those shows and if you're you're like, oh, that guy's coming. I like that guy. Yeah. You're going to be sort of somebody who likes Adam Carolla's show and Joe Rogan's show, mm-hmm. but aren't the mean, you right. know, meanest guys in the world. You know, it is an advantage to be a, a white guy who has friends that are white guys that have podcasts. That are I mean, white, all about white guys. Yeah. And white guy followers. It does help. Oh, yeah. It turns out. I emailed so Bert Kreischer today. for everybody. <laughs> yeah, congrats. It's all working that. out. So, but we ended up, because uh, we, you know, it was this conversation, and I don't know if he'll edit it or what he'll do with it. Yeah. But there was, uh, what I was going to murder him about was he was just talking about how women comics uh, don't headline because they have to work up through the system. What? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Uh, that you, you gotta You got to have women MCs. And then you have to have women features. Yeah, I fucking did that too. And then, um, and then, then of course there'll be plenty of women headliners. And the reason there's no women headliners is because there aren't any women MCs. Well, I don't and accept no women. any of those premises. I don't. Well, I, I, that's why I said I'm going to fold my arms. Oh, I see. So that I don't murder you. You know, it's weird. Um, you like someone, and then they start talking like it's like oh the conversation should have ended four minutes ago well (laughs) and i could have left here and everything would be okay and uh, and then they keep talking and you're like ah well no and i you know i tried to explain to him yes i'm gonna turn the heat down a boy yeah it's okay i've tried to explain to him the premise that we've been explaining for two years on this show which is that people aren't unicorns like i know four asian women comics Mm -hmm. i bet helen hong knows yeah. Uh, a dozen. Mm-hmm. You know, it turns out Baron Vaughn knows more black comics than I do. Yeah. Uh, I know more women comics than Greg Fitzsimmons does. <laughs> and I was but like, he know, but he knows three uh, white males who do podcasts. So, I mean, we uh, all have our specialties. <laughs> and I, well, he was like, that's why I usually bring a woman feature with me because then she can headline next time. And he I said, mean, that's and it's cool. worked out. And I was that's like, great. that is good. Yeah. No, no. That's great. He is. And that's the thing about Greg Fitzsimmons is that he is one of the good guys who yes. who, who thinks about this stuff, yes, but also cannot see it because he's sitting in a pile of lavender. He is inside <laughs> a gravy boat, and it's hard to see over the edge. Yeah, uh, that not everybody's in a gravy boat. Um, well, well but it do. was but it was fascinating because he was talking about uh, Nick DiPaolo and um, oh my god, and how much he had uh, he, just he, just he just makes him laugh because he says things that. Right. Everybody's thinking, and he says it, and I said, "Not everybody's thinking." <laughs> <laughs> and and then I and then later, like ten minutes later, yeah, uh, he was. We were talking about women headliners, and I said, "Like Jenna Friedman," and he got the tightest look on his face. <laughs> and I said, "Have you seen her Conan that Nazi thing?" And he goes, "No, was it was it funny?" And I said, "It was fucking genius, yeah. and it's amazing." And he goes. And I said, you know the thing that you think about Nick DiPaolo where he says things that everyone's thinking? That's what Jenna Friedman's doing for everyone oh. else. Jenna Friedman's act is, a, I mean, and there's plenty of Emily Heller. There's, mm-hmm. uh, and Jamie Lee last night. Mm-hmm. There's, there's women comics right now that are saying things that are not what, what white dudes are thinking, yes. right? Which yes. is why 
uh, I love them because uh, they're that's things great. That that's a great point. Um, yeah, because yeah, there aren't any male comics saying the stuff Jenna Friedman's saying at all. No, not a single one. And why would they? But I'll tell you, women comics have been have been like Lisa Lipinelli was very shock jock. Yeah, she was saying stuff that male comics were saying. Yeah, she, exactly. Yeah, right. And that specifically was Don Rickles. <laughs> <laughs> right, specifically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um and he was saying that uh that he said, and, well don't you think that they're and and he doesn't talk like this. <laughs> I don't know why I got to use the dumb voice. <laughs> and um but uh I uh, like the dumb voice. I think okay. for every guy except Obama, we use the dumb voice, okay? <laughs> so um but he said, so don't you think that there's like this unspoken rule now where you can't you can't do you can't be mean sort of like like comics have got to take like the thing that the doctors have to take and i said the hippocratic oath you think there's a hippocratic oath of stand-up comedy that is happening he's like yeah don't you and i was like no no i do not <laughs> i know that there isn't because there's still plenty i mean ck st- and i told him this i was like yeah ck still working nick DePaul is still working jim yeah. norton's got weeks everybody's got everybody, yeah, everyone's working everybody's working and co- it, there, uh, some crowds are a little more sensitive and moany. Yeah. And so that maybe they'll bump into that. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, they don't walk out. They just moan instead of laugh. Right. That's well, okay. and, and that's what we, we were talking about. Uh, he was like, oh, he also does this thing where he invites people to come second show Friday and heckle him. Oh. He said, I don't want to do my act anyway. <laughs> so feel free to come and yell stuff because I will, I will moita you. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That was pretty, pretty cool. I wonder. Uh, but that's not going to go up until Does that happen 11th. too much? He said he, he gets a fair amount of it. He's like, he's got to fill the room, he said. Yeah. So uh, it's one of the ways Fuck. he does radio and. What? No. No, Jackie, phone. your phone is. My phone decided to talk Spying to us. on us. Oh, classic. I was talking to this woman. But uh, dude, yeah. the the things you have to do to fill the room. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I, is he recording it and stuff like that and doing the Hofstetter? Oh, God. I didn't ask. That's a fascinating question. Hmm. Where uh, comic destroys Heckler? Yeah. Like Greg Fitzsimmons? Right. Greg Fitzsimmons probably does destroy him. Oh, he much. does. Yeah. yeah. He's funny. It's, oh, I saw yeah. a great clip today of Ted Alexandro. Oh, my God. Um, I love Ted Alexandro. That guy. So smooth. Should be. So smooth. Should be famous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should be. He kind of famously doesn't have a manager and he books all of his own stuff. Okay. And, you know, he's ha- he had a web series with um, uh, Gaffigan called. The Teacher's Lounge, and uh, he opens for Gaffigan, and he opened for Louis for a long time before all this shit went down. Right. So, I mean, everyone respects him. Yeah. He's really funny. God. He's a delight. His letterman, after he just turned 40, it was all about turning 40. Mm -hmm. It was, it's so good. I I wonder if it's still up on the internet. I think the late show took down all the letterman stuff. Oh, really? CBS did, yeah. Like, you had to have saved your own letterman set. Okay. Not that I know. Now, <laughs> now, Jackie. Uh, but I have all my shit saved. Like I have all my last comic standing stuff saved because yeah. the NBC just made the whole series disappear off the internet. Uh, I love it because there's there's uh, footage of Greg Giraldo talking about me. Yeah, because you know? here's he what I would have loved. He was Gary. a judge, and they they say, "What do you think, think about Laurie Kilmartin?" I want to hear five minutes of Greg Giraldo talking about me. Yeah, someone's uh, got it. 
Uh, someone has got um, Gary Marshall talking about me. Wow. Yeah. On Last Comic Standing. But that's not what they showed of because not. they cut me. Right. So they showed uh, the guy from SNL. Some Chris Kattan. Maybe. He's the only guy black, I think of. Bl- black why. comic from oh, SNL. Oh, Tim Meadows? Yeah. Okay. Tim Meadows saying, where are you from? Yeah. Instead of literally Gary Marshall said to me, you're very talented, which uh, I would like that. So they were, of course you would. And those, those were, they were guest judges or something? They were the judges. It was him and um, just died uh, old New York. Um, Comic? Yeah. Died. Wait, I don't, but did, was he the one who died? There's two of them. There's this guy. Remember the, the guy no. with the tick? Uh, You're touching your forehead repeatedly. Right, right. The, the Seinfeld era. Um, Italian, uh, Jewish. Something like that. He's Italian always like... Italian and Jewish. Uh, t- uh, well, just just from fucking... New York, from New York and twitchy as all fuck. What, uh, uh, Shecky Hemerug. <laughs> Shecky Spaghetti. Was it Shecky Spaghetti? Did he die? That's terrible. Please call the show Shecky Spaghetti. <laughs> and, uh, um, well, no, it's over. It's, okay. It was like... It, it's not Rich Hall, but it's like Rich uh, Rick... It's whatever. They're they're just I can, I can only think of alive ones. Okay. Well what are the live ones? Think, uh Rich Francesi is Italian from right. New York. Um Rick Who always goes to the the, the therapist guy. He's got uh Oh, um Rich uh Richard Lewis. Richard He's Lewis. alive. Right. Is he alive? Then who yeah. is that's uh, your contemporary that, when you were saluting the president, <laughs> that's you doing an impression of Richard Lewis? Uh First of all, I don't know if you know about my impressions. There sh- I should definitely be on Saturday Night Live with the, just the sheer enormity of accents that I do. Uh, and I wasn't saluting the president. You were touching your forehead like a salute. No, you were at a bad angle. But, it's, but I'm not, I have no defense of any sort of impressions that I've ever made of anybody. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Would you like to hear my impression of Keanu Reeves as James Bond? I guess. <laughs> Well, now it's not going to happen. Well, wait. So how did we get down this rabbit hole of people? Gary Marshall saying something nice. Oh, and right. Greg Giraldo saying something nice about you. Yeah. I want, I want fucking footage. I don't know. But I know he said nice stuff because he told me he said nice stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know if they aired it. Oh. But we were friends. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Um, I was in New York last weekend. Oh, wow. Now it was a nice uh, four-day stay. Right, because the Memorial Day. Yeah. Nice. And we're on hiatus this week. This week as well. Yeah. So, oh, I, wait, aren't you doing Houston? Yeah, tomorrow like it, morning. Right, you're going tomorrow. I have a seven a.m. flight. Right. Um, Joke I, joint. Yes. Well, this will have aired. That's after. right. Hopefully, you guys showed up, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't let Bring Stormy it. beat me. That's it. You got to fill. You know the room. what I'm saying? Yeah. Talk about filling the room. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to invite hecklers. No. I. I mean, you know, I like talking to the crowd, but I don't want because to me that's inviting alcoholics. Well, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't like talking to the crowd. I don't like talking to someone <laughs> who wants to talk. I mm-hmm. like talking to somebody who you have to budge a little bit and then they, they go, oh, fuck it. All right. All and right. then, then that's fun. Um, but, uh, so yeah. So New York was like beautiful weather. Mm-hmm. I, aside from, uh, my spots, I yeah. did not leave my bed. Oh, you just slept it out. I didn't. Well, I mean, I worked out. Oh, okay. But I didn't. Uh, I just here's the you thing. just worked and slept. My bed, it it the 
the sheets are so white and crisp, right? Are they cotton? I don't know. Or are you doing a sateen? I stayed with my mother-in-law and she has sateen. I'm not, not a huge sure. fan. I, I like think they're cotton. cotton. Yeah. I like just a plain, and super clean. Yeah. It, they look like snow, like <laughs> like brand new snow. And I have I have giant mattresses on mm-hmm. top of each other. So I when I sit on my bed, it's like I'm the captain of a ship. And I look out the window. I could look and watch people walk up and down 145th for the rest of my life. I love it. Yeah. I love the parade of humanity. And it's, it's slightly From a safe hill. distance. It's lovely. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, and the arguments too. I mean, I hear it all. I love it all. Okay. I'm all ears on an argument, a, a male female argument <laughs> yeah. on the street. I, I'm Mrs. like, Kravitz. my head is out the window. I'm trying to get all the words. But the people walk up the hill and they're kind of tired. And yep. then there's other people that are joyfully walking down. I mean, the mood, <laughs> the difference between the ups and the downs is unbelievable. And then um, I did spots at. Uh, the Broadway and some of those are really fun and um, stand up. Some of those were really fun. And um, it was a Memorial day weekend. So a lot of people were out of town, right? Everyone leaves the city. New York comedy club was fun. Oh, good. Um, both of them. Is they, the stand up and at it? yet? It's so close. It's I close. think it's going to be up by the next time I go back, but they had, I think they had their last pop up. Okay. And it's always like, like Patrick sends the address. It's like, where is this place? And you're just, I, I, I'm, I'm so excited to not have to find a place right. that's hidden. That'll be great. Yeah. But the new, I guess the new location is right near Union Square, which is like oh my God. 15 stations. That's awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. And they're going to have yeah. two rooms and you can oh, do wow. one spot and one spot, like bam, bam, bam. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Like if, say, if, say flappers was doing the yoohoo in main room and you got a hundred per spot on a weekend for shows that'd be something sweet right yeah all of a sudden my fucking foot hurts oh Uh, too much info but uh or not enough not enough all right did all of a sudden start cramping no it's like a it feels like all of a sudden my foot has a bone spur but i would hate that if that were so Oh, like the, if, if if are we in the moment of the creation of a bone spur? Are we all here together while it's happening? All I can see is your bunion free feet, and I'm Very, I'm I'm white hot rage. I'm as white as my sheets. <laughs> Full of rage. Mm-hmm. Well, I went up to my mother in law's, and um, we. Her house is now cleaner than mine. Uh, I helped her clean her house. Wow. Andy, we planted, we did a lot of yard work for her. And um, She's newly widowed, right? Right, right. She's so newly- is she sort of unable to do that stuff right now? Right. She Well, eight months ago, Fran passed. Mm-hmm. And then um, eight and a half months ago, she broke her hip and leg. And got a hip replacement. That's right. And so she can't really, so she's just still in recovery. Right. And it's not working out. Plus she's, uh, she's bummed first year. Yes. It's a, it's a bummer. Right. So, um, we, but I, but my favorite thing about going to the central Valley of California is to, Oh my God, Jackie. Every, it just gets worse. Every detail. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's uh, is to find Devin Nunez's house and egg it. <laughs> it's is what I do like to do is is find a decent restaurant mm-hmm. because it's a challenge. Yeah, it's good times. So we went into Visalia. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, it's a party when you go to Central Valley. They have and oranges, right? Visalia oranges, or is it? 
Oh, d- yeah, is there's there plenty of oranges. There's oranges, there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's olives, there's... Yeah, it's great. Matter of fact, there were fresh strawberries uh, at the at the market right there, at the side side. Right, where, and she lives kind of by the sequoias, so it's oh gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's very beautiful where she is. Mm-hmm. It's um, and her neighbor planted. Uh, he is a a, a horticulturist, mm-hmm. and uh, she has a big yard. And he's like, "Hey, can I plant some tomatoes and watermelons?" Oh my god! And so we're gonna be rich in tomatoes and watermelons if uh, you guys want. Tomatoes and watermelons. I I can't believe people can grow a watermelon. Oh yeah, I've done it. Wow. Yeah, it's that's, pretty great. That's cool. Um, let's see. I uh, met with an architect today. Did and, you? Uh, I'm fucked. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Um, yeah. There's a lot of little rules in this piece of shit town, and. Uh, Basically, you can't. They won't let you. Uh, it's there's a lot of there's a lot of potential problems that would cost a lot of money, and yeah. it's like, okay, we're all just gonna use one bathroom. I guess. Ugh. I guess that's that. Wow. Yeah. You, there's nothing to be done, as far as you it can would, tell. It or would, it would be a half a million dollars. It would cost a lot and take up to a year. Oh, and God. I. Jackie, I don't want to manage a construction site. And right. uh, the money my mother could contribute yeah. or cover, um, which would be nice. Or I could take out a loan. Mm-hmm. That's not nice. It's nope. just like, That's oh, my good. God. <laughs> but uh, so I, I guess I've had all these dreams for like six months. I've been doing sketches. I like I drew like a little model of the house layout and I'm like, Oh, da, 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 da. and it's like, mm, probably not. Right. That won't work. It won't, you know? Yeah. It won't work. No. The way setback, all this right. shit about setbacks. And what about, what, what about, um, the guy's like, if you just live two miles that way, I'm like, Oh my God, stop talking don't tell me that. Sir. Uh, what, a, uh, really? So there's no, there's no way to just add on even a, another bathroom. Everything has to be ten feet away from. Oh right, from, yeah, from borders. Yeah, and stuff. so like this little laundry area back yeah. here. He goes, "Is that legal?" And I'm like, "I assume so. It, it was with it, the house, right?" Well, if we if you add on anything to, over here, the inspector's going to come, and if he and if this isn't legal, he'll make you tear this out. It's like, right. oh, now I I'm what? <laughs> right? No. You know what, Andy? No. Yeah, sorry. And he said the same thing about he went and he looked at our the lot from mm-hmm. the house that he bought mm-hmm. that I am now sweat equity in, and he's like, "We're not legal on the on the alley." What do you and, mean? Because uh, there's there has to be five feet in Va- in Van Nuys from and, from uh, your garage to the alley, right? From our garage to the alley, okay. and there's a there's a like a spider shed or something. Okay, I call it the spider shed. Yeah, That's where is we it keep like the this spiders. laundry area? Like the- it just juts out too far. And, yeah, and it's um, we just keep the Christmas stuff in there. Yeah, right. Anyway, right. so but it um, yeah, I, uh, the the shape of our lot is so weird that. Um, he doesn't know what tomorrow I'm going to go uh, over to my friend's house where, and she has purchased like a trailer. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if like it's like a little silver. I don't know what it's going to, um, I'll let everyone know. Okay. And it's, uh, but it's, I, I, 
I I thought it was a tiny house, and she knows things. Like I know that she's done a lot of um, work on her house. Yeah, in Pasadena. Yeah, but I think that they have a lot more money than I do. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> right, and she is incredibly organized, mm-hmm. and she used to work in documentaries and she was a stand-up, and. Um, she was a stand-up? Yeah, yeah. Do I know her? Um, I don't think so. Jennifer McLean. She was my roommate for... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I her? don't think I do know her, though. Yeah, no. she was... Uh, but you've talked about she's her. From, she's from Minneapolis Comics. She's yeah. from Wisconsin. And um, and she ended up marrying Aaron Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Whatever. But uh, the, but she has been... They have two children, and, and she's been organizing. So she's incredibly organized. And so she's really good... Finding draftsmen instead of architects. If you find just a draftsman, I'm told, mm-hmm. you don't. It's cheaper. Okay. And uh, and then they can file all the paperwork and all this. I mean, these are these are quality problems. I don't know. I don't know how to fix them, but I'm going to go ask her. Uh, so if I find anything out, I'll let you know. Oh God, I'm going to Dayton this week. Oh, are you working? Maria. Where are you working? Jokers? Don't know. Wiley's? I don't think so. I think a it's theater? a small theater, yeah. And um, all I know is Maria's of... in Columbus this week. Uh, she was in Columbus with Sumak Tolgalker. Yeah. Because uh, he was home, Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. doing the funny bone. And there's... Is that the room? That's Does that... St- Stroop? Right. And he makes you come in to yeah. fly into audition to headline. Yeah. Okay. Unless you have... Powerful. Unless you unless you can get a get out of it, yeah. Unless okay. there's people, you have people. I guess I can't get out of it. I have no, so I won't get work out it. Of it. Right. I I spent eight hundred dollars to go do it. Really? Yeah, probably fifteen, sixteen years ago. And he said, and uh, first of all, he said, "You come in, you'll audition, you'll do a forty-five minute set on a Tuesday or a Wednesday." I fly in, I get a hotel, I show up. He's like, "Yeah, I just need you to do 12. <gasps> I was furious. Uh, I did the 12. Did well. He liked it. Never booked me. 15 years later. Fuck. I was pretty bad. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it turns out. And pretty poor. Right. Uh, because I didn't have $800 at that 800's time. a lot now. 800 yeah. 800 now is a pain in the ass. Yeah. So um, I did buy tickets for us to go to France. Hey, finally. Andy and I are going to go to France and I'm going to pay it off before September. That's cool. I'm just going to throw money at it until it's all paid off. And then I'm hoping to pick up a set in Paris. When? End of September to uh, first two weeks of October. Oh, my God. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be 50s. But we're going to go look at a Paleozoic. uh, We're going to go to Lyon. Mm -hmm. We're going to go look at Paleozoic cave paintings. Mm Mm-hmm. But not the actual cave paintings. We will stand next to the caves where they have created holograms mm-hmm. of what's in the caves. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Don't want to damage the caves. Don't want to damage the caves. Jackie, how nice it must be to travel with an adult who has similar <laughs> tastes as you. Right. It will be. Meanwhile, I'm planning a learning va- another learning vacation. <laughs> with the boy? Yes. Where are you going? Well, uh, I have. I would like to go to the Anne Frank house. I have. Um, oh, right you know, marked off the day I want to go and they, they, they release the tickets two months in advance. Yeah. So I have like, that's an alarm. And then, you know, London will just go around, do a bunch of Harry you know, Potter. We're doing, I got Harry Potter I bought, tickets. I bought, I bought season tickets to universal. Cause I said to Andy, uh, I want to go, uh, to an amusement park. It was a week ago. It was when we got, uh, a week ago Monday. Yeah. And I haven't been to an amusement park in a, and it turns out 
season tickets to Universal mm-hmm. are enormously cheap mm. if you don't want to go on a weekend or in the summer. And I How don't. About if you don't want to go, if you don't want to go, they're almost free. <laughs> they <laughs> seem if, like a terrible deal if you don't want to go. If though. you don't want to go, we went. We went and had breakfast at the Three Broomsticks. I bought a new Seeker hat, baseball hat, oh, and um, and then we went on many rides. And then we went on the Simpsons rides. That was too long. <laughs> she is yawning. I'm tired. <laughs> it is sleepy time. Hey, I bet you it's thirty minutes though. Thirty-two. Let's talk about. Diana Hong. Yes. I saw her set the other night and it was hilarious. Yes, she's very funny. I saw her. I, I forget the show. It was kind of near Atwater Village. It's over the, in that area of yeah. New York. And uh, I think it was Maggie May's birthday party. But she was very right. really funny. And she was super funny. Yeah. I saw her at a different show and she, I think, lives down in Orange County and comes up to do sets. I asked oh, her to do the Dork that's Forest. That's brutal. Yeah, but uh, says someone who will go to Orange County, you. That's what I'm talking about, to do, to do sets. That's true. And, um, but Diana Hong, what is her handle? It's well-honged. Well-honged? Yeah. W-E-L-L-H-O-N-G-E-D? Yeah, capital D. Just, oh, Hong with a capital D at the end? Yes. So is well that her last name, Hong. too? Duh. I thought she kind of pronounced it with a little differently than just Hong. No? Maybe I was just... No, I, 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 <laughs> I think she got yes, well home. She understood the yes, joke. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle just said, I think it's a play on words. Yes. About dicks. Yes. Anyway, um, I was on board with that. <laughs> We're all a little What punchy. I meant was that in real life, did she, is, is it Hong. straight Hong? Is how yeah, she pronounces I believe, it? Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know that she's straight, but yeah, I think her, it's a, she's not, she is, she's not, she's okay. not. uh, all I know is she's fucking hilarious. Yes. And uh, everyone should uh, find her and get her some work. Okay. Uh, well honged. <laughs> By the way, here's a great place to put a Max Fun plug. Welcome. Thank you. No Thanks. problem. Thank These you. are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go now? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. And we're back. We are you guys. back. So I was in New York. Okay, first of all, this whole, there's a huge controversy about Milo Yiannopoulos appearing on uh, a podcast. Okay. At the Creaking Cave. That was, oh. that was like, everyone was, that was oh, buzzing about it and stuff okay. like that. And then I think it's sort of, uh, they did it at another venue besides the Creaking Cave. Oh, they just moved it yeah. out. <laughs> but it's just weird. It's just like this. There's a there is an alt right attraction to for some male comics, which is right. Just um, odd to me. Right. It's uh, you know, th- there's a great deal of injustice in the world, mm-hmm. and sometimes uh, straight white male comics are not. They're they're coming from a place where it's all working out, but they're also they're not getting enough. And so they get, I, when I meet a straight male, white male comic who's mad, mm-hmm. and he's in his early 30s, and he's just like, and he just goes, are you going to write a name down? No, no, no. Okay. No. 
but you I, to write down 30 names. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it it's exhausting because you're just like things things are working out for you, but they're just not fast enough or good enough. And you think that um, because of it, you're some sort of incel. And it just, it as they create greater problems than there is. You know, we all come to comedy for reasons, right? Sure do. Most of us are mad about something, but I think there's, it's weird when I, you see some guys that are, they're still fucking angry about, the same stuff they were mad about before they were successful. Yeah. And before they figured out how to, to be a stand up. Like, you, you know, there's a lot of comics that started out barely able to talk, right? And make eye contact. And they kind of worked it out. And now they're these sort of personable guys on stage and very yeah. charismatic, but they're still really pissed. They're still like pissed off, inarticulate 16 year olds. Right. It's that's I guess that's what's sort of strange. They haven't to me. processed it, and and the weird thing is about stand up is that it is very cathartic, mm-hmm. and it can, it, it it can heal a bunch of problems that you had when yes. you were sixteen. Yeah, but you also you can't just do stand up. You have to work on the all the rest. I mean, you have to figure out a way. Yeah, I mean, I I don't In necessarily addition. think that the guys I'm thinking about are have families and stuff like that. It's just to me, it's an odd anger to hold on to, and I, I I don't know. I don't understand kind of like reevaluating things every once in a while and re and looking at looking at the world. Yeah, and going, oh, I guess I I missed that stuff before. Right. There's there there seems to be a problem. I don't know. They did some study and it said it was harder for men to admit that they were wrong about stuff than oh, for women. fucking trust me with this one in the house. Yes, believe me. 100%. <laughs> right. And it, it there's nothing... I've never had a problem, especially if I don't have a horse in that race. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... I, 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 I used to have day jobs and they would explain to me how to do things and I'd be like... Well, you're going to need to explain it two more times <laughs> because not me. I pretend to be an expert immediately and then right. hope they don't find out and then do it wrong. Who, what do <laughs> I care? You were doing a mailing. You're probably going to want it done correctly. And I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> so I want to do whatever you want done. And then I will get a paycheck at the end of this and I'll get to do stand up comedy when you're not staring at me. Mm-hmm. So that's my whole agenda. Um, but a lot of yeah, there's just people who can't admit, and it's some. And when it goes hand in hand with a comic who stops writing, that is where that is a person. I don't. I don't want to talk to them. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with them. I don't. I can't face I, it. I, I didn't notice that anyone stopped writing. I just, I was just surprised that that you you could live in this world in the past four years, the past two years, mm-hmm. three years. And not, and and not have not pivot your worldview. Like you're still, oh, I'm going to make fun of that thing, and not try to go. What is that thing? Right. Before I automatically take out the sure same howitzer I've taken out since I started doing open mics. Right. Right. Like, let me examine it first, and then because it would make you a better comic too if you had kind of a surprising point of view that people didn't expect from you that because right. you learned a little bit. Like Bill Burr does that all the time, where you think he's going to go one way, and you're like, oh. 
Right. Oh, that's cool. It's called a twist. <laughs> Dude writes a punchline for every joke. It's something I've always enjoyed about Bill Burr, <laughs> is that he's not screwed around. But and, I, I was reading, there's this article in, on incels in New York Magazine, yeah. and one of the incels they profiled taught comedy. Oh, Christ on a cracker. Yeah. Well, is it, didn't it Patton, made 100% who, who was sense. it? Was it you or was it Patton Oswalt who was saying that? Patton. Uh, all they all right want to be They all want to be comics. All yeah. the right wing. Gavin banana. McGinnis was drunk and tried to do stand up at the stand. Right. It just, yeah. it doesn't, you know, I don't know. Glenn you Beck know who didn't? Ursula Le Guin. She was not like, oh, you know what I want to do? Oh, I comedy. tweeted one of the, your Oh, that Ursula, that you, happened you this week. You had a great Ursula quote. So I quoted Ursula Le Guin's story about her abortion. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 1950, she got an abortion. Um, and she was talking about how if she wouldn't have had that abortion, because she had to have an illegal abortion, mm-hmm. she went to her parents and she said, imagine if I couldn't have gone, the, the girls who can't go to their parents. Right, right, right. And she said, and she also talked about how when she told her boyfriend, that she was pregnant. He told uh, a funny story about how a buddy of his in the army, all of the, all of, all of, the buddy in the army said, all of my buddies will come over and say, we all fucked her. And so no one will know who the father is. And then he laughed and laughed. Oh my God. About like, her? Not about her, about, okay. uh, about a, yeah. this other woman. And then, uh, and then, so her father borrowed money mm-hmm. so that she could get an abortion and they found somebody. Wow. To do the abortion in 1950. And she said, what would have happened if I would have had that child? I would have had that child for the government. I would have had that child for society. And she said, I would not have had any of the children that I have. Yeah. Because my life would have been so different that I wouldn't have had any children. Right. Um, And so it's an amazingly well-written, as you can imagine, Ursula Le Guin uh, has wrote this story. And I... um, and so I just broke down the story and did like probably eight tweets. Yeah. And it has gotten like 22,000 likes wow. and 11,000 retweets. Wow. Which is insane. Yeah. Nothing I've ever. And thank you, Ursula Le <laughs> for writing something so great. Because uh, nothing I've ever written has ever gotten that kind of attention. <laughs> and most people have been pretty cool about it. I haven't gotten a lot of trolls, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah. I've gotten like two people uh, who like. And two out of 22,000, that feels like a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Female comics are like bringing it on this issue completely, yeah. you know? Oh, right, right. Um, it's it's pretty cool. Janelle James was said some great stuff and Megan Gailey said some great stuff, you know? That's great. So uh, the other night I did uh, Put Your Hands Together and yeah. I worked with this Chicago comic who just moved here. Yeah. Uh, and her name is Brandy Denise. Okay. And she told a weird story that I missed. Did you guys hear that there was a shooting in um, in Chicago? Well, and uh, comics got... twice a day. <laughs> well, no, and 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 some comics. Uh, there were like three or four comics there, and one of the comics got hit by a random bullet in the foot. What? Right. I don't have enough information. Deb DG about. I was up next, and so I'd pop in, and I tried to, and I was like, "What's it called?" And she said it was the Velvet, Velveta something. It was um, Velvet. Might have just been Velvet. Mm-hmm. And I tried to Google it, and I couldn't find it. And then Deb DiGiovanni, um we drove over to the to the improv together, mm-hmm. and um, 
and she had heard most of it, but she also couldn't remember all the details. And uh, Brandy said that uh, one of the that an older comic, uh, when the shooting started, pushed her out of the way. Oh wow! <laughs> this older dude, and uh, then afterwards apologized. And she said he was pretty old; he had to be like forty. Oh my god! Oh, I'm going to push her in front of a bullet if I ever meet her. <laughs> So get this. So she says that, and then all of a sudden she looks at me, and she looks at Dad, and then she goes, "No, I think I think he, he's he's got to be a lot older. I think uh, he's been doing it for like twenty years." And, no, uh, no, you can't. You can't save yourself. You know what? You can't save yourself. Just she's like I think jump into traffic right now. It's she over. She literally goes, "He had to be fifty or fifty-five." No. <laughs> On her, All I could do was laugh. On the third try, it got worse. How is that possible? It made me laugh so hard. I was like, by the I way, like, he's probably sixty. <laughs> and I just leaned in, and I was just—I could—I didn't laugh at her. Yeah. But I just had this smile on my face of like, what else is she gonna say? Just keep oh digging. Oh my god! Kid. Keep digging. <laughs> Well, so the comic pushed her to safety, or no? Pushed, pushed her uh, so, so he, he could, could be safe. to safety. Oh my god! What a what yeah. a true male comic heart. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the way, female opener. <laughs> and then he came back and was like, "I need ten minutes. Who's got ten minutes for me?" No, I don't know what he said, but uh, but it did make me. It was a fascinating story. It was a great lineup, though. Cara Connors. Uh, had a very funny at one point she did this impression of how she likes to meet dogs and uh, that was a very silly fun joke that I really liked yeah. there was a guy named Moses Storm I think so mm-hmm. TV? Uh, on blue, TV blue eyes yeah yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah introduced as like boyishly handsome by um, um, Emily Mills he went on the uh, Conan tour Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. He had, on, he had some great lines. Yeah, with Ke- uh, Joel Joel Cambooster, right? Yeah. I forget the name of the show, though. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will mask her some. <laughs> I, are you kidding? I could, I'm sure I got his name wrong. Well, Who knows? I thought, <laughs> when I met Moses, I was like, well, he must be. He's, I, he, I thought he was like a former child star. Okay. Know? And then his like real story, it's like single mother, five kids, poverty. And wow. you know, I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought, I, for some reason, I. Oh, you like, just worked hard and, yeah. and then uh, <laughs> and, got, and got some work. Interesting. Interesting. No, he's he's very funny. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, Corinne Fisher from uh, Guys We Fucked. Okay. Um, oh, right. Yes. Some lunatic. Lunatic comic. I mean, believe me, they 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 coexist in the same person. But right, <laughs> um, was it on Facebook or I forget which. It was on media. Facebook. Yeah, so he announced that he wanted to decapitate her. Right, and um, literally by like with her initials and then the initials of her podcast. Yeah, 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 and so and, uh, yeah, yeah. Was it his avatar? I don't know. It I, was. I did somebody. I thought it was was uh, this guy, but I, I when right? I heard the name, I knew the name because I I just kind of seen it hanging around comedy. Yeah, that's his name. Yes, yes, yes. That was supposedly his name. Yeah, but his uh, his picture. Oh, that was not of good. that guy. That's not cool. Yeah. So, um, 
well, anyway. So anyway. At, at New York Comedy Club, she had a spot at New York Comedy Club uh, on oh, the show weekend? I was on. Yeah. And the cops were there just to make sure everything was okay. Oh, God. But yeah, I mean, because he what said the that fuck? This guy said he was going to decapitate her on Memorial Day. And then he wanted, and then he, something like, give me a list of female comics you want to murder or something like right, that. Right, right. Then yeah. it was that. And then um, Facebook wouldn't delete it. And Facebook wouldn't delete it. And then finally, they deleted it. And another a friend of ours yeah. posted uh, screenshots of it saying, this guy is, is horrible. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook banned her. They're so, they're so stupid. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know what, Mark? You should have fucking finished your degree at Harvard because you're <laughs> a dropout and a moron. Yeah. Hey, dum dum. Uh, yeah. Why don't you uh, get an honorary degree? Not uh, good just, enough. No, he actually needs to get a, some kind of liberal arts degree. Study the humanities. History you know of I mean? weather. You know, I took a five credit uh, science uh, class called the history of the weather. Yeah. And uh, it was I got science credit for it. And it was a terrible class. I was just thinking about it the other day because the history of the weather should do something. It should either be an amazing story of what people wore and how people uh, tried to predict the weather Mm -hmm. throughout history. Right. Or it should be like a dry study of sort of the history of, of the, of the different instruments that, that we've used to do it. Like I, I want it to either be about how, people dressed and lived and and all the things they dealt with weather or the history of how people thought they were guessing what the next weather was. Jackie, Jackie, I think you just described your next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you, you sent me that thing with that woman named Jackie who's on the sci-fi network. Well, (laughs) I was invited on a pie. First of all, the odds, you know, Right. I love to say no to podcasts. Well, I say no to this one. I was so flattered that you, that you did it in support. And then you were like, but I, oh, I was like, oh, oh, I didn't want to. I was so <laughs> excited to have, I go, look, this sounds too close to my dear friend, Jackie Cation's <laughs> podcast. She was doing it for 14 years called the door for us. So I can't this is the 13th participate for us. And, uh, but and, I appreciate uh, the extra time. I didn't hear back, but I was thrilled to have a legit excuse right. besides my kids. It's essentially the dork forest. Uh, but yeah, but, but the, with as, a TV network behind with it. With a TV network behind it and uh, on the Sci-Fi channel. Yeah. Uh, but it's a podcast. And the and the host is this woman um, whose name is Jackie. Yeah. I don't too know much. her. It's too much. She follows me. Oh. On Twitter. Well. Maybe she listens to the Dork Forest. <laughs> in, the hope, in the hopes of uh, getting some hints. Of- you should have her on and her dorkdom is Jackie-cation. <laughs> the only thing that was, when I looked at the blurb about the show. What if she does a show with Lori Laughlin, the Jackie and Lori show? <laughs> she should totally, she's just p- pacing me uh, <laughs> as a 35-year-old woman. And, um, but she, I don't know how old she is, but... Uh, but what I hope I, she's not over forty. I, oh God, I hope not. <laughs> oh my I God. hope not. Poor thing. Poor what if she's thing. fifty or fifty-five. Heaven forfend. Our birthdays <laughs> are coming up. Um, yes, I'll be at Comic Con. I'm always at Comic Con on my birthday, July sixteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're the twentieth. The twentieth. I'm going to Milwaukee for the Armenian picnic. <laughs> Oh for God. the Armenian church picnic. I was going to try to use a companion pass and bring Andy. But he, um, uh, uh, but it's too expensive. And then, and then something come up. How could you turn uh, that down? First of well, all? here's what he told me. He said, you know, when he, he had, he was just in Milwaukee for a, a game convention mm-hmm. and he stayed with my brother and he went, there was a Bible study 
thing that he went to with my brother and his wife and the kids. Mm-hmm. But I said, Russ went to a Bible study? And Andy looked at me and said, he showed up after. <laughs> uh, because my my family, the men in my family, mm-hmm. love to go to church but not go to church. Mm-hmm. They go and they have coffee mm-hmm. either in the hall. They just hang out. They just hang out. They talk to each other. And uh, every time it's I've like tried... Hard, it's like the hardware store. Yeah, it's a it's a there was a Ray Romano episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, wow, there's a helicopter in the background. Can you hear it? They're searching for my <laughs> unpermitted Kyle, laundry room. It's not not there. Oh my god! There was a Ray Romano. I never watched it. Russ watched all of the episodes. My brother Russ will call me and tell me what he's watching on television. Three Friends, three episodes of Friends. Yeah, I watched so many episodes of Friends in syndication when I was on the road in the late '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, that I uh, they were actually my friends. (laughs) By the time it was over, I'd seen all of them. I was at that point, late '90s, early 2000s, in New York City, and so I wasn't. uh, I wasn't bored on the road. I was hustling the day job and then right there wasn't enough night. there's time. no tv there was no yeah. time like right now i haven't watched i want to watch all of these things i want to see god i watched barry that's what here's what i was doing while i was the, the captain of were... my bed <laughs> watching people i was watching barry yes it was so fucking good here's it like we're we're in a chat you know and emily heller's in our chat and yeah. emily writes for barry oh and you know, people are, oh, congrats. And I'm like, oh, I got to watch. Like, I can't congrats if yeah. I haven't seen it. So fucking good. It's yeah. so good. It's great. Um, so now I'm like clear. I'm clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I started Game of Thrones. Hey, guys, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is not bad at all. I'm, uh, I'm halfway into it. It. Well, how many episodes are you into Game of Thrones? I'm in season one, like episode six, I think. Jesus, that is, I never made it past episode one. Uh, Here's what Game of Thrones is. They are hiding a sad sack political drama behind that fucking dragon. And uh, don't do it. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. Uh, I don't need your sad sack political drama. I uh, I would like a happy political drama where uh, good guys are not killed every four episodes. Or possibly every episode. How about that? There's a lot of... But you can take take sad sack much more than I can. Like... Well, you just have to accept some storylines are just beyond stupid. Where, where, a, oh, don't belittle the stupid part. A woman who is sold to a guy who rapes her yeah. somehow uh, turns that marriage around. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what like, I love? In two when... episodes, she turns him from a brute to a forward-facing, cunnilingus <laughs> loving, tender man. It's like okay, all right. Uh, and what I love is when people say. Well, you know, it's based on history. And you're like, the history of dragons and zombies? <laughs> hey, dumb shits. Uh, yeah. How about you write a fantasy uh, a fantasy that doesn't have rape and slavery in it? Yeah, I mean, how about Jessica, that? was it Chastain, I think? T- it, was, it was about the final season of Game of Thrones, and she was just saying, stop using rape as a way for women to have an emotional uh, oh, God, yeah. story. Like, hey, other things happened to us. And we can do other, we can actually be agents of action instead of being the victims of things all the time. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, would be. Yes. And it was just like, oh, even in season seven, they're like, I, I, (laughs) you could see it in season one where this is way before people started talking about this a lot. And you'd think they would have learned 
it's season seven, but they didn't have any female writers. Anyone to step in and go, hey, you know, she doesn't have to be raped to cry, you know? Right. Cry over other stuff. Right. I don't know. She could have burned the bread Uh, because women cook. I'll be over here. Um, I'm not watching that show. Okay. Is what I'm saying. All Uh, right. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch Outlander. You know what I do want to watch? I want to watch Barry. I want to watch Dead to Me. I want to watch. so good. I want to watch the movie. What? I want to watch Fleabag. I want to watch the movie with the, the high school country? kids. What? The high school girls. The the one that oh, just came Book out. Smart. Book Smart. I want to see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen that? You know, we should have saw it last weekend when it counted. I saw it. You saw it? Yeah. And super fun, I heard. It's okay. Okay. Oh, really? Didn't blow you away? I wish it was fun. It's charming. Yeah. I love the characters in it. It's not charming, but not a riotously laughter. Yeah. But um, every woman I know, though, loved it. It might have changed some heart, hearts and mind. Oh, that's Carrie Fisher's daughter. She's the best thing in that movie by a mile. Wow. Carrie. Every scene she's in, she's the best thing in. I was just like, Billy Lord is insane in that movie. Every scene she's in is the best scene in the movie. Her her dad is a super agent, Brian Lord. Uh, Joan Hill's little sister is in it, too. She's late. Well, you know, it's nice to have these incredible coincidences that benefit your career. <laughs> it is so. I wonder. I wonder how she got seen by casting. But the thing um, is, is she's probably because of both of them. Because of well, let's go with Billy Lord because of her mother and her grandmother. She's probably a great actress. It's in her genes, right? You know, and she happens to have access to a lot any, of training, any audition she of, wants to go to. Possibly, Carrie Fisher's daughter wants to audition for. Do a you movie. know who I want okay. to get? You would be the greatest get in the world for the dork forest the cat the woman who cast all the mcu movies um she whose name i'm spacing son of a bitch wow that's uh it's gonna be wow, hard shout out it's gonna be real hard if i can't remember the lady's name uh but she did all of it she did robert downey jr and chris evans and chris helmsworth and mm-hmm. uh chris pratt and all the other chrises and then uh, and, but she did also the backup dancers in the first avenger like she she must casting people never sleep anyway, right? I mean, when they're casting a show, yeah, it's a ninety hour a, a week job until it's cast, and that's what America's Got Talent is right now. Ninety hours a week, I would imagine. We have friends that work on that show. Yeah, I Sharon, mean, Sharon Houston is Sharon Houston working on it? I think she still is. Has she, she been was. a comic of the week? She's been a comic of the week, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. She, she made it. I want. Uh, do you know what I love? Mm. I love that poster, that comic of the week poster with. Um, I, I would like every year of the show, which is only three. This is the third year we've been doing this. Um, that that look really, yeah, I know we've been okay. in it for a while now. It feels like forty five years. <laughs> uh, what forty five minutes? Huh? Where are we at? I thought it felt like more than forty five minutes. Okay. Hi, it's me, Paula Poundstone, and it's me, Adam Felber. We have a podcast called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. It's a comedy podcast where we bring on experts to teach us stuff we need to know. And by the way, the guy who came to tell us what to do when you encounter a bear never showed up. Anyway, it's fun. You are guaranteed laughs in every episode. You can't really guarantee laughs. What if somebody doesn't laugh? We'll get sued. Join us for our next episode where we have an expert in consumer law explain to us how to defend ourselves against one humorless litigious shut-in with enough time on their hands to sue us over our unfulfilled claim of guaranteed laughs in every episode here at MaximumFun.org. The Cat of the Week is Mabel from Green Bank, West Virginia. And we're back. Yes. Uh, So 
Yeah, I don't forget. You what I was forgot saying. a lady's name. That's what. That's the that's cliffhanger the we ended on. Yeah, the MCU lady. I would love. She'd be an amazing dork for us, just because casting is fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Because you have to. If if you, th- I mean, she must have been psyched to cast Black Panther because she, because f- you know, so many different people. As from what I've, yeah. I've talked to numerous people who were in casting before, mm-hmm. and you just know all these people, and you can't get them work. Yeah, and finally you get a movie that where everybody's supposed to be a person of color. You're like, I can finally get all these amazing actors work. That sounds good, and it's neat. I had. Um... I had a bunch of ultrasounds today. Oh, you know, I was feeling like all yeah, because okay. you had a kidney stone. No, Maybe I don't think I have a kidney stone. Well, well, well I don't even know. What did they but say? I was like, let me just rule out the worst case scenario: ovarian oh, cancer, right. right off the bat. So, uh, and I haven't felt worse. And sometimes, but you never know if it's some. I think like something goes wrong, you know, wrong, and then you start to adjust to it, and then you just go, "Oh, that's the way I feel now," mm-hmm. and so. Uh, so I was like, what if that's happening? What if I'm just adjusting to bloatedness and thinking, uh, menopause or, uh, too much coffee or something. And it's like, Hey, it's something I should really look at. So, um, anyway, I just had a bunch of stuff, but it took, did they give you, well, did they tell you what it was? Well, no, I went to the doctor and I, he, now he didn't roll his eyes. Thank you. But, uh, he did, you know, make it seem like I was being a little, uh, hypervigilant. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but he was the one to suggest that I might have a kidney stone and just, you know, if it hurts really bad, go to the ER. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. Dude, no. I yeah. don't what, what? But, um, and then the, they were, ultra, the ultrasound appointments are like really far out, you know? Oh, so I, I paid for my own. Oh, there you go. Um, today. Anyway. But you haven't heard back what the. No. But. Um, oh, there she what? is. Yeah. Her name is done? Sarah Finn. Oh, okay. Sarah Finn's the MCU woman who uh, I would love to have on the Dork Forest and Kyle Founder. Thank God Thank we wrapped much. up that riveting storyline. Well, do you know what the what 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 did the ultrasound say? Oh, nothing. You're as far as triplets? I know, it's fine. No, no. You're, okay. I, I I think although the lady sighed a lot. Do you know what I heard is that <sighs> is that whenever when you want to get a test done at yeah. a, at a, with a medical professional, right? And they say, "Oh, I don't think you need that." Mm-hmm. Uh, your best response to that, and this I learned uh, essentially on Black Twitter. Yes, me too. But yeah, yeah. which mm-hmm. was to say, oh, can you put that in my record? Yes, that you, exactly. That you have decided that I don't need that. Yeah, because then they will fold like a fucking house of cards yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. get you the the test you want. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that what you did? Uh, I didn't go that far, but I just said to, I'd like yeah. to rule out. I'd re- like to rule out ovarian cancer. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported